The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Welcome, everybody, to Beauty Inside and Out. You know, I created this show for the very reason to be able to not just talk about beauty on the outside and the things that make us feel good or those impulse buys or impulse opportunities to be able to look good, but we can't feel beautiful on the outside unless we start on the inside. And my guest today is really going to take us through this information, this education, and inspire you on if you're not feeling great, what we need to do in order to really feel great. And I can totally relate to this because I happened to be at a seminar um, maybe six, eight months ago. And uh, my guest, Judy, uh, Rudy Dragoni, was the, one of the speakers there. And he, made, he brought everything to light for me. It made complete sense to me because I wasn't feeling good and I really couldn't put my finger on it. I, couldn't, I, I would share it with my friends. I would share it with doctors when I went. And it just all was kind of wrapped up under this, oh, you're getting old. Oh, you're aging. Oh, that's what happens when you go through menopause. Oh, this and that. And I just, I had a hard time accepting that because I'm like, what? I, I This is it? I just go through my life suffering and not feeling great? Um, and Rudy brought it to life for me. So please let me welcome my guest, Rudy Dragoni here. He is an expert pharmacist and an expert on uh, hormone replacement therapy. Hi, Bonnie. How are you? Good. Very good. Thank you so much for being here. You know, I had you on my list to invite you onto the show when I created it. Um, and it just so happened that it all came together naturally. It's it's my pleasure to be here. Yeah. Um, a lot of the people ask me, oh, how, how did you get started in all of this? And, and I have to go back to when I had, um, I had 10 pharmacies back in New York. And 117 employees. It was crazy. You know, I was doing a lot of work and making a lot of money, okay, but I was unfulfilled. And in one of the stores, I had a doctor that came up to me and he said, can you make progesterone suppositories? And I said, sure, I can make, I can make anything you want. You know, I'm a compounding pharmacist. I, I've been doing it, you know, ever since I got out of school, but I started working in a pharmacy when I was nine years old. My parents put me in there in the Bronx like a uh, indentured servant, you know, just to get me off the streets. And so he asked me for progesterone uh, suppositories and I made them and they were for fertility to be able to maintain the, a woman's uterus so that she wouldn't miscarry. And about nine months later, this lady walks in, and she's holding a baby, and she mm. says, because of what you did, and the other pharmacists wouldn't do it, he goes, um, this baby is, is, come, is, in, is alive now. And that was it. I was hooked. You know, I was totally hooked. I said, I, I want to learn more. I want to learn more. I want to learn more. 
1998, I sold my pharmacies to my partners, came out here and opened up another f small pharmacy called Clark's Pharmacy, bought a little pharmacy up in, in Carefree, and um, met with a Dr. Bill Lee, and Dr. Bill Lee was doing hormones, and he wanted me to do hormones with him, and, and I said, I need to learn more about this. So I went down to uh, Texas and, and, and met with a, um, a hormone specialist, Dr. Toby Mitchell. Went up to Washington and studied with a, a Dr. Jonathan Wright. Went to Las Vegas, met with a, a, a world-renowned um, doctor called Terry Herzog from Belgium. And I saw that all of them had like a piece to the puzzle, but nobody has the whole piece. And, and the first thing I want to tell you is, and I, I thank you for saying that I'm an expert. But what people should know is that if someone claims to be the know-it-all of, of hormones, run. Because, because, I'll take that back. Okay, because, because uh, even though I think I know a lot and I've been able to help thousands upon thousands of people, we're still learning. Every day we're learning more and more. And the teachers are our patients. Mm -hmm. okay? I agree with that. You know, the, the, the patients come back to us and tell us exactly what they're feeling, and then we have to adjust. When, when I try to tell doctors on how to use bioidentical hormones, um, as we spoke of about earlier, I tell them 10% should be what the lab says, and 90% should be how the patient is feeling. Because when you look at the lab results, the lab results are skewed. Like the, one of the first things we're gonna talk about is testosterone, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, thyroid. And thyroid has a, a level called TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. And the level is 0.45 to 4.5. That's the normal range. Mm -hmm. Right, so if you're 0.45, you're normal. By the way, we double that to 0.9, you're normal. Double it again to 1.8, you're normal. Double it again to 3.6, you're still normal. Too much of a range. It's too oh, much of a range. Got it. What I found was that if your TSH is between 1 and 1.5, that's the sweet spot. And why do I say that? I say that because I talk to so many people that when I'm able to help them manipulate it to that spot, I don't get any more phone calls. Nobody's <laughs> calling to complain. To complain or <laughs> saying that they the, feel good and everything. Well, let's let's go back just a hair here because we, we referenced bioidenticals and mm -hmm. I introduced you as somebody that was very knowledgeable on hormone replacement therapy. Mm -hmm. So... How are those the same and different? Well, first things first, we have to talk about there's a stigma that is associated to hormone replacement therapy. You have to understand that when you're young, 16 to 19, 16 to 21, women will never make as much estrogen as you do during that ye those years in your life, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, and the reason why is, let, let's say we have 100 people in front of us, and I say, I need a volunteer. The people in the front usually say, pick me, pick me. But at the same time I said, I need a volunteer, you saw fright in the people all the way in the back. Mm -hmm. they're, they're hiding their faces and saying, please don't pick me, okay? Well, think of your ovaries. When you're young, the brain sends a message down to the ovary and says, I need a volunteer. So who are they going to get when you're young? Pick me, pick me. So they're going to make a lot of estrogen, a lot of the hormones that are necessary to be able to change you and give you all of the secondary female characteristics that you have. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, every day, let's say go back to the 100 people, every day I take somebody out. Okay? And get rid of that person. Eventually, after 100 days, if there's only 100 people here, I will get to those people in the back that said, please don't pick me. Right. Well, you're sending down a message every month and saying, I need a volunteer. After 30 years or so, when you go into, you know, in your 40s, 
what's happening? You're reaching the eggs that have gotten, or the follicles that have gotten. That are sitting in the back row. Sitting in the back row saying, ah. please don't pick me. They've heard the message for 30 years. They haven't come up to the, the, the challenge, okay? And now when they do come, have to do the work, they're not going to do it very efficiently. Right. So they're not going to make a lot of the hormones that you need. And therefore, you start having a decline in the hormones, and things happen. Uh, Again, all of the, the secondary sex characteristics, you look at a woman's breast, they start to sag. You look at their skin, it starts to sag. Everything, the hips start Stop to sag. Stop talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking. It, 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 you know what? It happens to everybody. Yeah. Okay? But at this moment, i got to tell you a little story. And it's story. all hormones. It's so hormones. It's, it's lack of hormones or hormones that are out of balance? Yes. They're hormones that are out of balance and they're hormones that are lacking. And now, let, let me, I have to okay. add this in right, right. now. The very interesting case, and I was still back in New York, and I was still learning more about this, okay, because I, I got, like I told you, I got hooked, and this lady calls me, and she says, uh, I was in the barn milking the goat, and all of a sudden, I felt heat come on my face, and don't tell me I'm going through menopause, I'm too young for that, I'm only 65. <laughs> She was still having normal periods, and she was 65 years old. But she was in the barn milking the goat. She probably makes her own cheese. She probably had her own organic vegetable garden. She probably, uh, she probably had to go next door to borrow the phone from a, from a neighbor. She didn't have all the stresses that we have. And she was getting her first okay. pangs of menopause at 65. Okay? So it's, it, 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 everybody goes through them. Okay, but how you go through it and why you go through it and at what time you go through it all depends to, with environmental factors as well. So you have some genetic problems, but you also or genetic predispositions, but you also have environmental problems. We're so there could be some hereditary in that too. Yes, okay. you know, I, I tell people. A guy says to me, he goes, uh, uh, "My grandfather was bald. My great grandfather was bald. Uh, my father was bald, so I'm going to be bald." I go, "No, you're." grandfather and all of them had a high amount of DHT, dihydrotestosterone, and now if we block your DHT or reduce your DHT, you don't have to go bald. So it's like I did some work with the, the um, uh, Bosley group for a while. And, and when I was talking to them, it was like, this is, this is what the situation is. There are hormones that are going to be there or the hormones that are not going to be there. We're talking now, we hear about all uh, how people are getting fat around the midsection, mm -hmm. okay? I, I did work with a doctor up in Alaska, and he said it very, very interestingly, and, I, and this is another great story. He said to me, he goes, think about what happens. I, he calls them the potato people. And, and I go, what do you mean potato people? Think of a potato, like a Mr. Potato Head, and you put toothpicks on, for arms and toothpicks for legs. And you'll see there are people that look like they're yes, wearing they this do. overcoat, okay, with skinny arms and skinny legs. What's happening to them? They're stressing out. Now, the body doesn't know the difference between whether you're being chased by a tiger right. or you're worried about a mortgage payment. Right. Okay? Right. But you, so... You stress out, you create cortisol, cortisol then destroys muscle to make sugar. It fills the blood with sugar. Now your blood goes skyrocketing with sugar, so it, it signals the pancreas. The pancreas releases insulin. Insulin bathes the liver, which can only hold about two teaspoons of sugar, and that's it. Okay? And then the rest of it goes all in the abdomen. There are two cells in the body that have 200,000 receptors for insulin per cell. One is the fat around the abdomen, and one is the liver. The liver can only hold two teaspoons, and the rest of it, where does it go? Right around the abdomen. So what happens? It looks like you're wearing, you know, a, a, a parka, okay? <laughs> like a goose-down parka all around your belly. Why? Because of the cortisol. 
Now, if you block them. Is stress... So, yes, so there's environmental factors, Mm -hmm. there's food we're eating, there's Mm -hmm. just our everyday lives that we're living. Like, all of those things are factors that we are producing cortisol. A typical American is aging two years for every one. Wow, I believe that. There was a radioactive isotope study that was done and showed that over 90% of your cells are torn down and rebuilt over a three-year period. Mm -hmm. Okay? So what's happening is we're aging two years for every one. If we took a person that was born today and we devoided him of stress, gave him an absolutely easy life, put him in a situation where there's no toxins, where there's no uh, you know, pollutants or, or anything like that, and gave him perfect food, it lasted, that person would live to be about 150 years old. You're more likely of dying from getting hit from a bus than from dying from aging, mm-hmm. okay? Now that same person, if you looked at him at 75, would look like what we look like at 37 and a half. Mm. So when you look at everybody, we're aging two years for every one. So if we were able to recapture some of that, not all of it, but his can't. There's right. too many things on it. But we can recapture some of it. How do we do that? Cleaner living. Now understand, I'm Italian. So I like my pasta. Mm-hmm. I like my wine. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I, I do everything that everybody, if I go out to dinner, I'm not going to say, no, I'm not going to have a piece of cheesecake. Right. Okay, I want to eat. So I know I'm going to do certain things that are bad for me. Okay? It's just life. That's life. Okay? That's life. So now, what can I do that's easy? I'm not going to spend two and a half hours on the gym. I can't do that. Okay? I feel like I'm taking away from my family. I'm I'm taking away from from everybody. So I'm not going to do the two and a half. Yes, I have to do some kind of exercise. Okay? It'll help you. But I can check my hormones. I can see what's wrong with them or where they're low and then supplement. And that's just a blood test. These are blood tests when you say check your hormones. You can check with blood. You can check with, and people ask me all the time, which one's better? Is it blood? Is it urine? Is it saliva? And, And I tell people, I go, think of a salami, okay? If I wanted to check inside the salami, the best way of doing it is to slice the whole salami or, you know, put it in a slicer and slice the whole thing all the way through. That's urine. That's collecting 24 hours worth of urine. That tells me everything that happened within that 24-hour period. If you take a blood test, it's basically picking a spot on the salami and cutting it wherever you want and then looking at both sides and seeing whether or not it's rotten. Okay? And if you take saliva, it's like taking a third of that. Usually what happens at night, okay, because you take the saliva in the morning when you wake up. So the easiest, the most convenient one is the saliva. Okay, but it doesn't work so well after you've been on some hormone replacement. There, oh, then, right, because it's going to be skewed. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the saliva tests for spillage. So think about if I had a cup in front of me. If I had only a little bit of water in the cup and I move it back and forth, not much will spill. But if I filled it all the way up to the top, when I shook it, a ton would spill out. So a lot of people that do the saliva testing, when they're on hormone replacement, come back to me and say, oh, no, i got to stop this. The doctor told me to stop this. Why? My level is 30,000. I said, well, take a blood test. I take a blood test, and they're at like, you know, they're supposed to be up to 1,200 is the upper range, and they're maybe 1,250, okay? And they're not extremely okay. high, but because of it tests spillage, it, it shows really high on saliva. So that's, that's the only downfall on saliva testing, okay? okay. But if, you ha- if you're not taking anything and you just want to see where you're at, that's probably the best way to go. Yeah, and I, think that I, and I think that based on the doctors that I've seen and my friends, they're doing the blood test because it's, it's accessible. It's covered by insurance. Covered by I mean, insurance, <laughs> yeah. All of those other things as well, yeah. But you should, you should when, you, when you do the blood test, you should know when you're taking the, the hormones, if you're taking them, you know, and make sure that you know how much time has passed 
since you took it when you took the test. So then you okay. can tell, because like somebody said to me, ah, these hormones are not being absorbed. And I'd say, well, when did you take the test? Well, I didn't take any hormones today, and I right, took the test right, right. The, de- the next day, and I go, well, they only stay in your system for eight, six, you know, eight to 16 hours, okay. and then they're so gone. So what time you're doing the blood test is going to have a variable, yeah, but I, depending on when you take the hormones, if you're on them. Okay, right. so we're going to get ready to go to on a break here. Now, okay. Now, bioidenticals, hormone replacement therapy, is that the same conversation? Uh, no. Okay, so okay. you're going to help us define that in this next segment here. Okay. And then, you know, but for now, right now, like, who are we talking about? Who are we talking about that might need to be doing these blood tests or saliva tests or urine tests to be able to even determine whether they're out of balance or out of frequency? My youngest patient is 11. Okay. My oldest patient is 84. All right. So it could be anybody in here. Now, I, I now a lot of this conversation is coming around because of women going through menopause. Right. And it's helping us with a lot of symptoms that we're up against in this menopausal approach type of thing. So that seems to be where I, I hear most of the conversations. But you're going to talk about it just in regards to humans. And you're also going to touch on some men, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah because the, it's, it's The men is, is very important because, you see, women will talk about it all the time. Men, Men just don't. don't. Men and, don't. But we're going to discuss it on the next segment. Okay, good. All right. So, but before we do, give us, give us them when, when I said bioidenticals and hormone replacement therapy, how do you define the difference between that before uh, we go to break? Okay. Hormone replacement therapy is anytime you take a hormone and you put it into the human body, mm-hmm. okay, whether they be synthetic or not, okay? Oh, okay. Bioidentical hormone replacement therapy means that they're using the same exact chemical that is found inside the body. In other words, if we looked at the one that came from the lab and we looked at the one that came out of your body, it looked exactly the same. The labs couldn't even tell them apart. Oh. Okay, that's the bioidentical hormone. Now, for the therapy part of it, we have to give them in levels that mimic the same ones that should be in the body. Based on age, based on, or is it just should be in the body? Okay, the, 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 when you look at age, there's, there's a decline that happens, okay? And it's going to take more than a few minutes to be able to explain that, but... As that decline happens, we know that we can anti-age. We can reverse the clock if we bring it back to a younger level. Now, you can't do it too quickly. You have to do it with an expert's knowledge to be able to make sure that you don't get hurt. If you do it too quickly, it can actually be bad for you. Okay. In other words, trying to go from I'm 50 and I want to be 16 again hormone levels? No, but 30-something, 40-something forever is, is, is achievable. Okay, gotcha. Even in the 60s and 70s. All right, that's excellent. Good. Well, we're going to go ahead and and go for our break right now because I can't wait to hear more on this with my guest, Rudy Dragoni. Um, And we're talking about bioidenticals and hormone replacement therapy. Now, if you have questions, you want answers, um, I'm going to post some information of uh, some YouTube videos that Rudy is doing um, that you can view to get more educated from the show. Uh, beyond from the show and uh, but find me on Facebook and like me on Facebook and that will be certain that you'll get this information beauty inside and out show on Facebook and then also you can tweet me Bonnie Bonadeo one we'll be right back streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? 
Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and powerful conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with my guest, Rudy Dragoni, and he is sharing with us bioidenticals, hormone replacement therapy. Why do we need this? What happens in our bodies? What are the symptoms that are coming up that make us feel not like we used to is really the only way that I can explain it. And, you know, in, 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 in my personal story, I, and I'll never forget this because I, I always felt like I had a very sharp mind and I, and I have a pretty good memory as well. And I walked out of a grocery store one time and it, I went in when it was kind of like, you know, uh, early evening. When I walked out, it was dark. And when I, st- I literally stood there and I did not remember where I parked my car. I, and I panicked, and it was like, oh, gosh, it's only a grocery store parking lot. But because there was such a loss of memory in that moment, I actually kind of had a little panic attack of, how could I not know this? Like, where have I been? And then I noticed it was ha- was happening more and more often. I noticed that I was angry a lot. Um, I noticed that I started to get hot flashes and the other symptoms that are tied to menopause and perimenopause. And I remember thinking, I don't feel like me anymore. How do I get back to feeling like me? And I got to tell you, though, Rudy, the doctors didn't have the answers. So it was really a lot of my own research that I did. And then, of course, going to your seminar. I, I need to interrupt you for a second. Yeah, please because do. Because my 
my slogan is return to yourself. Oh, I love that. Okay. And, and, you know, if you talk about a symptom, I'll be able to tell you what's going on. It, for instance, people with short-term memory, as your progesterone starts to drop, your body will try to make more of it. And the way it makes more of it is it takes a hormone called pregnenolone and pregnenolone and converts it to progesterone. Now, you don't make a lot of proge- uh, pregnenolone, but the pregnenolone is a short-term memory hormone so that as you are consuming it, all of a sudden, everyone tells me. I can remember all the songs, all the words of the songs for, for a so- uh, song back in the 80s, okay? And then it goes on the, sh- on the radio, and I can tell you every single word that goes on it, but I can't remember where I left my keys five minutes ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's short-term memory loss. Uh, okay. and, and, and when you replace the progesterone and you get it back up to where it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. then the body no longer needs to change the pregnenolone. The pregnenolone builds up and your short-term memory comes back. All right. So I was telling Rudy on the break, and we had great conversations on the break here. I wish you all could hear them. <laughs> but I was telling him that I am on bioidenticals and that it did bring me back to feeling good. But I loved what you said after that. Yeah. The enemy of feeling great is feeling good. I always tell people the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So if you're on bioidentical hormone replacement, but you're not feeling great, okay, which you should be, then what you need to do is you need to look at all of the symptoms and address the symptoms. Now, for me, the biggest problem was when I was talking to patients was that they would say to me, I have the worst flash, hot flashes that anybody in the world has ever had. My hot flashes are completely terrible. On a scale of 1 to 10, they're 100. No one has worse hot flashes than me. And then I say, okay, explain to me, when was the last hot flash? Well, my last hot flash was, uh, well, it was Tuesday. No, it was last Friday. No, it was last th- Well, maybe they're not that bad. And I was like, whoa. I go, what you need to do is you need to look at, I have 18 different symptoms. You need to put a number on it. How much is it affecting your life? Mm. If the hot flashes are affecting your life and you say, yes, every day, they're 20, they're 30. And I know, you know, for the men, we, most women can't be able to explain to the men what they're going through. Okay. But I say to them, when there are men in the audience, I say, hey, guys, think about it. Think about it, you're going through and all of a sudden you're in the middle of the Sahara. You take three more steps and you're in the middle of the Antarctic. And then you take three more steps and then you're back into the Sahara again. Oh, God, that sounds okay? like me. <laughs> I go, and it can happen 50 times a day. Okay? How, uh, there are some people that are, are suffering, you know? And, and you, people have to be able to understand what's going on. If you look at all of the segments that I have on YouTube, it, uh, they'll compromise a... A, a, a hormone lecture that I gave and I've given it 500 times and it's interesting when you see a man and a woman when I'm giving the lecture a couple comes in and one standing on one side or sitting on one side of the table and the other one sitting all the way on the other side for like four or five feet away from each other because they're angry at each other and as they listen to all of the segments, one by one, they start getting closer. And 20 minutes in, they're really next to each other. 40 minutes in, they're holding hands. And by the time the hour has gone by, they come back to me and go, I, don't, I didn't know what she was going through. Yeah. You see, when, when a man has a, a problem, like he wants a chocolate, he's got the, the taste of chocolate, usually low magnesium. When a woman has a craving for chocolate, that's a life or death situation. Why do I say that? And people laugh at it, okay? It's because what, what happens is when a woman is estrogen dominant and there's an imbalance in the estrogen, the yeast or the uh, bacteria that's inside the colon flourish. And as they flourish, they have to eat something. So what do they eat? They eat the sugar that's found in the blood and the blood sugar drops just like a diabetic. As the blood sugar drops, the brain says, I'm starving here, I need sugar. The mind says, I want double Dutch chocolate sundae. 
Mm-hmm. And what'll happen is she'll eat, you know, three or four scoops of the chocolate sundae and still feel nervous, finish the whole thing. And then 10 minutes later, a little bit of that gets to satiate the sugar receptors and she'll smack her husband and say, why did you let me eat all of that? Okay. <laughs> my, my, my wife, I, I, I tell the story. I, 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 my wife, uh, we, we had bought this five pound chocolate bar, you know, one of those ones, the big Hershey bars. <laughs> And five pounds. That's a, that's a big five-pound Hershey bar. And we kept it in the kitchen like it was a plaque, you know, almost mm-hmm. like a little little picture there. And it was right before a period. And she comes up to me, and she looks me in the eye, and she goes, I'm opening up that Hershey bar. And I go, honey, you know what I'm talking about? I go, I don't care. I'm opening up that Hershey bar. So I said, look, put on a little bit of your progesterone, take a teaspoon of sugar, go and sit in, in, the, in the living room, and if you still want the Hershey bar in 10 minutes, I'll give you the Hershey bar. So there she is in the living room, and I'm in the kitchen guarding the Hershey bar, okay? 15, 20 minutes go by. I pick up the Hershey bar, bring it up to her, and I go, honey, do you still want the Hershey bar? She looks at me, and she goes, ugh, please, I couldn't even think about it opening that up. Okay, good. Okay? Yeah. The problem was a disbalance or an unbalanced hormonal problem. And you can easily fix those things. Now, to me, I, I, I can see it. I know it. And, and you don't have me in your living room to be able to guard you away from the chocolate. But, but understand that I'm, an, I'm a resource. And I'm a resource for doctors. I'm a resource for patients. Patients will call me and they'll say, hey, you know, I'm on bioidenticals, but I still don't feel good. Or I still don't feel the way I thought I was going to feel. What do I need to do? And I go, you're on the wrong dose. Mm. You're on the wrong dose. You see, if I had you, Bonnie, here and a twin, your twin right here, except, but let's say you had an active life and she had a sedentary life, even though you looked exactly the same, and even though you may have had the same hormonal pattern, you're going to need different hormones than she will. Right. Because you'll consume them differently. Right. Just so, based on life. and So, uh, yeah. yeah. So the whole idea is that you have to be able to tweak it. You have to be able to fix it. Okay. If you listen to the patient and you change it accordingly, small changes, okay, you will eventually get there. I have this one, one, uh, one story that always stays in my head. This lady came to me and she said, I have, my, my husband is in charge of 1,500 doctors, so I get the best health care. And she was on synthetic hormone replacement therapy, which is the permarin, the mm-hmm. pregnant mare's urine uh, estrogen. Right. And she was taking that, and she said she was on 0.625, and she went from 50 hot flashes down to 5. And then she tried the 0.9, and then with the 0.9, she no longer had hot flashes, but she had some breast pain, and she had some breakthrough bleeding. So she said, if the choice is five hot flashes or breast pain and breakthrough bleeding, I'll stick with the five hot flashes. Right. And she stood there for 10 years, okay? She came to one of my seminars. When she came to the seminar, she said, I'm going to try your hormone replacement therapy. And I said, okay. So we started her on the equivalent of what she was on, which was like a bias 2.5 milligram. She came back and she said, your stuff isn't as good as the primer. And I go, why? He goes, because I'm having 10 hot flashes instead of five hot flashes like what I used to. I said, let me call the doctor. We changed it. We brought it up to three milligrams. Brought it up to three milligrams. She comes back the next month and she says, your stuff is just as good as the primer and I'm having five hot flashes. I says, well, let's talk to the doctor again. We go, you know, always err on the side of safety. We just moved it up another half a milligram. Now it's up to 3.5 milligrams. She comes in and I say, how many hot flashes? Now understand, this woman had five hot flashes for 10 years. Right. Okay. 
she just puts her finger up like, like, like into the sign of a zero, and she goes, I have no hot flashes. So this is where you were saying that it's 10% based on the lab results and 90%. and 90% based on how somebody's feeling because you can make those subtle adjustments based on the reality of somebody's feeling, not just the lab results. Exactly, because what happens is the sweet spot is within the ranges. If you look at the range of something and they say, well, so-and-so, a patient has, um, let's look at testosterone for men. 234 to 1200, okay, is the testosterone range. And man presents and he's at 300. But he says he doesn't feel like he was. He doesn't feel like he used to. He has no interest in his environment. He has no, no you know, he has a problem, okay, uh, in just being around other people. He, he just doesn't feel happy anymore. Well, if he was running at a 900 all of his life, and now, for whatever reason, whether it be toxins, whether, whatever the case may be, he's down to 300, he's not going to feel good. Mm -mm. Okay? And if he's not feeling good, he's going to feel old. Okay? If we move him up to 900, okay, he'll feel great. But the problem is that you've got to do it slowly. Depending on how old they are, you have to go slowly. You heard there was something on the, on the news oh, probably a couple of months ago that testosterone therapy caused heart attacks in men. Okay, the truth is the testosterone, if you're giving it slowly to the older people and you let them build up slowly, you'd have no problem. But if you give too much too quickly, because it also affects the brain and it lets you think that you're able to do things that your body, it'll, it'll make you write right. checks that your body can't cash. Right. Okay. And that's when the problem happens. Okay. Now. In regards to this, because I know that the, when we talk about bioidenticals and hormone replacement therapy type of thing, there's certain methods of taking it. So you're talking about, you just talked about a cream. Right. Like when you were talking about your wife putting it on. Mm -hmm. Tell us the ways that people can take this hormone replacement therapy. Okay. There are several different ways that are popular right now. One of them is a cream, which, I, which is what I prefer. And, uh, and there are many reasons behind it, and I'll explain some of them. The reason why I like the creams is because if you said to me, I took one milliliter, like I, I put it in syringes, and you can say, okay, you push the plunger down from one line to the next line, that gives you one milliliter. And I got rid of a lot of symptoms, but I still have some of the symptoms. Okay, then push it to two milliliters. You push it to two milliliters and go, oh, all the symptoms went away, but I have a little bit of symptoms of excess. Well, then back it off to one and a half. You can adjust it with the use. Based on cream. Uh, and uh, you're literally putting the cream on your arm? Well, no. It, Where are you putting the cream? There are six places. I tell people that if you're standing naked at attention in front of a mirror, okay, where the body touches the body. So you see how the inside of the arms, if you were naked, Mm -hmm. Okay, would touch the sides of your body. Uh -huh. So that's one spot is one arm, another spot is the other arm, then two spots on either side of the body, and on the inside of the thighs, okay, are two more spots. So you have actually six spots you want to put it on. With creams, if you put it on the same spot over and over and over again, I've had many people that came in complaining saying they don't work because you get tissue saturation and it doesn't absorb. Oh, okay. okay, so the whole All idea right. is that you have to keep switching the spots. Okay. And it's usually, I tell them, either after a shower or with a, a hot towel to make the, the, the skin very absorbable, mm -hmm. okay, to the creams, okay? okay? Gotcha. Um, there's also trochies that you could put on, like a little candy that you could put under your arm, I mean, mm -hmm. under your um, uh, tongue. But what happens is most of it gets swallowed. When you take something orally, 90% will be destroyed by the liver. Okay, 10% goes into central circulation. 
When you put a cream on, almost 90% stays outside the body, but 10% goes directly into central circulation. And this is what I explained about uh, people having, when you're going to do this, okay, there mm -hmm. are steps that you should take. The first step is that you should clean your liver. Okay. Once the liver is clean, then you should adjust your thyroid. Once you adjust your thyroid, then goes the sex hormones, then finally goes the adrenals. Dre throughout all of this, there are ancillary vitamins that will help a person. For instance, if I gave you progesterone, progesterone is the feel-good hormone. Progesterone is why, do you remember um, there was this lady, and I hate to put a damper on the, on the show, but they, it's important to talk about it. Remember this, there was a lady that killed her five kids? Yes, yes, she, yes. She, she got yes. pregnant and she felt good and then she had, had, had the baby and then she was a basket case again and then she had, got pregnant again and then she felt good. And every time that she got pregnant, okay, she was feeling good. And I was yelling yes. from, the, the, from the rooftops. What she needs is progesterone. Progesterone binds to the same nerve centers of the brain that Valium does. It's the your own Valium that's made to calm you down because of your estrogen. But that's produced because she was pregnant. When you get pregnant, but then afterwards, after she had the baby, it goes it down. Dips down. It, that, okay. that, when people go through postpartum depression, right. is lack it's of progesterone. Lack of progesterone. Okay, okay. makes so, sense. So the whole idea is, every time she got pregnant, she was making a lot of progesterone, and she was feeling good. And, and I try to explain this to the men. I said, just think about this for a second. Let's lay you down on the table, okay? Uh, and this is to a man. Let's cut you open and let's keep pushing your guts around until I can fit a basketball in there. How comfortable are you going to feel? Mm -hmm. Not very comfortable. So you have to be, you know, to, to be able to a little bit, a little bit of mercy, okay, for, for the women that are pregnant, for, for, for everyone that's going through this. The men have to be sensitive, okay? Yeah. Um, and I, I'm constantly talking about this, is that men have to be sensitive to, to women. When we were talking about the that progesterone and the chocolate, I say to the men, I said, if your wife says she really wants chocolate, then get your butt out of bed. And get the chocolate. And get the chocolate for her, okay? <laughs> because it's a life-threatening yeah. you know, life situation. Good. So you mentioned there's th steps you want to take before hormone replacement therapy. Tell us those steps real quick before we have to go to another break because you said clean the liver clean the liver so could I get this at the health food store like a liver yeah. cleanser yeah there's a lot of liver cleansers that are about and that will work yes most of them have to have around 300 milligrams of milk thistle in it for it to work and it should be done twice a day okay okay and and you have to make sure that you're evacuating okay you're going mm -hmm. to the bathroom and your solid waste is coming out okay uh, one time a day is not enough it, it has to be, you know, you eat, you poop. You eat, you poop, okay? You, you have to get it out because if what the milk thistle is going to do is going to tell all the, the, the garbage, okay, for better, for better, not a better word, that's in the liver to be thrown into the intestine. Okay. And, it, and once it's in the intestine, if you don't evacuate it, if you don't get it, rid of it fast enough, the body will reabsorb it and put it back in the liver. Oh, okay. okay. So the whole Good. idea right, is so to get it in, get liver, it out. Liver cleanse. That's number one. Okay. The second thing is to is to adjust the thyroid, okay? And how do you do that? Uh, that's through a doctor, okay? okay. The so doctor has to be able to know, the, and you can tell, the, the poor man's thyroid test, real simple. You take a thermometer, you put it on the side of your bed, you go to sleep at night, in the morning when you wake up, you take your temperature. We uh, Orally, we should be 98.6, mm -hmm. okay? If you see five days where you're consistently at 96, at 95, you're low thyroid, oh. okay? So higher? So, so you want it to be at 98.6. Okay, okay, lower. So if the when, temperature's when the temperature is lower, lower, then you, you, you have a low thyroid. You have a low thyroid. Now, mm -hmm. let's think about we're going to cook some, some corn, 
We need this gigantic pot. We're going to cook some corn. We fill it up with water. Before we put the corn in, we turn on the heat. We come back a half hour later. We touch the water. It's still cold. You need an enormous amount of heat to raise that one or two degrees. Okay. okay? All right. Our bodies, if you're not keeping it at 98.6 and you're allowing your body to go down two or three degrees, all of that energy that was going to be wasted to keep your temperature up is now being stored as fat. Oh, okay. So, and the thyroid is the balancer of, it, it of is, all of this it stuff. It is the, the, one of the major glands that will make sure that you're burning your... And is, is this the same for men and women when you talk about thyroids? Yes. Okay. The, the, thi- right. the thyroid is, is the same for men and women. Okay. Estrogen has a, plays a, f- a factor in the thyroid, the way the thyroid works. Testosterone plays a factor at the way the thyroid works. But understand that we all should be at 98.6. Okay, okay, good. So there's a good thyroid test. Now, we're getting ready to take a break here in about 30 seconds. What's the third thing? The, the, the third thing after thyroid is the sex hormones. That's the estrogen, the DHEA, the progesterone, the... the the, and the, that can be as a bioidentical. And those are the bioidenticals okay. that we've talked so about. So hold right there okay? because we're going to go to break and then we'll talk about that part coming back um, into our next segment. So this is this is good stuff. All right. You guys have questions. You want more information. Um, you know, check me out on Facebook, Beauty Inside and Out Show. Follow me on Twitter, Bonnie Bonadeo One. We're going to make sure at the end of the show that you're going to have how you can resource some of these YouTube videos to get more educated with what Rudy's sharing with us. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You count. Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Inner Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. So I titled this show Beauty of Help, Hope, and Healing Through Hormone Replacement. And my guest, Rudy Dragoni, is really creating an enormous amount of information, education, and inspiring me Um, of how I can get back to feeling great because if you are at that place where you're not feeling good and maybe your symptoms are kind of menopausal symptoms or maybe for a man it's low sex drive or uh, just not feeling up to par or not feeling active and I think in general just we don't feel like maybe we used to when we were younger and we don't have the means to be able to explain it. We've talked already about, you know, what you need to do and, you know, getting blood tests, how to be able to determine some of the thyroid is where we left off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this next piece here is this hormone replacement or bioidenticals that we're going to have that conversation with. Um, Before I get into that one, I want to talk about just a little bit more on thyroid. Uh, like I was telling you, if you took a perfectly healthy person and you put them in a room somewhere and starved them for three days, the first thing that happens is the thyroid function drops. When the thyroid function drops, the body is now in starvation mode. And it starts saying to itself, I have to preserve myself. So it's going to lower the body temperature, okay, which mimics hypothyroidism. Mm-hmm. And it's going to create something called steroid hormone binding globulin. It's a protein. Forget the name. It's a, it's, a, it's a protein that attaches itself to the sex hormones. Now, when I say sex hormones, I really should say gender hormones. Okay. Okay, because they're, they're, it's not about the sexual act. It's more about male and female type of situation. If you look at man, the man has a uh, 40 times the amount of testosterone than he does estrogen, and that's the epitome of a man. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when we, we look at all of these hormones and, and we talk about thyroid, you want to adjust the thyroid first. Because if you adjusted the sex hormones first and then adjusted the thyroid, because of the thyroid or the lack of thyroid was holding on to all of these hormones, you'll get a flood of these hormones, and then you have to readjust it again. Right. So you but here's what's happening: is I have all you know, all my all my friends are going to the doctor because you know they don't feel right, and right. the first thing they say is, "Oh, we're going to check your thyroid." Mm-hmm. They go have the test, you know, blood test, and right. their thyroid, and they're like, "No, they said my thyroid was fine, but I still don't feel right." Yeah, the the problem is the range is too high. Okay. And the 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 range of thyroid is. Uh, for instance, TSH is 0.45 to 4.5. And that's huge. Which, uh, that's huge. That's you know, huge. 0.45, you're normal. Double it to 0.9, you're normal. Double it to 1.8, you're normal. Double it again to 3.6, you're normal. Impossible. What I find, and this is purely for, for me, is that I've had so many people that have come across my way, and, and I help them with a product called Nature Throid, okay, which is a, a porcine or, or pig thyroid, okay? And... I like that product because it is a purer product, and I like that product because it, at a certain level, I get the v- least amount of phone calls. If I recommend, is that, that something that they can purchase at a at a health food store? No, no, no. You need a doctor's you need okay, a doctor's so prescription so for it's it. A prescription. Okay? It's a prescription tied to thyroid here. Tied so to thyroid. thyroid. Yeah, it's it's thyroid hormone that comes. It's it's like okay. taste, taster's choice. You know how you get yeah. the, the coffee and they they bring it down to just powder. Well, it's the same <laughs> thing. They do the powder for for the pig thyroid. Okay. And then that gives you a certain amount of T three and a certain amount of T four. And then you can slowly regulate that to bring that up to where it's supposed to be. Okay. Now got it. Getting back to the sex hormones, let's mm-hmm. talk about the sex hormones. 
Um, when you look at testosterone, testosterone is what makes a man a man. Estrogen is what makes a woman a woman. Uh, a lot of stigma with estrogen replacement that it causes cancer. Yes, yes. You hear first, that a lot. F- first things first, we have to talk about that 24,000 people a year die of breast cancer. 600,000 people die, women die a year of heart disease. Getting the hormones right with the right person, okay? Progesterone, if I, if I had a 45-year-old man and I had a 45-year-old woman, okay? And they had the same cholesterol markers, but she's menstruating and still making progesterone. Obviously, he doesn't, okay? She has a 1 in 10 chance of having a heart attack that he does. Once she goes into menopause and she no longer makes progesterone, within six months, they're exactly the same chance of getting a heart attack. Put that person back on progesterone, and within six months, she has a 1 in 10 chance of getting a heart attack again. So progesterone is huge. It actually helps eliminate foam cells that are something that block the arteries in in, in women's, um, you know, blood vessels. So heart disease, hormones not being in balance... Throws off heart disease. Throws throws all of that off. Okay. All right. Good. I I was working with a Dr. Pooley in Connecticut, and Dr. Pooley came back to me and he said to me, he goes, Rudy, you have to let people know about this situation. And I go, I, I will whenever I can. So this is another story I haven't even talked to you about. She, they, there was this lady, she had cancer. She went to a certain doctor. Doctor said to her, and I don't want to tell you who, who the name was, but the, the doctor said, you got three months to live. Get your you know, affairs in order and be ready to die. She went to Dr. Pooley and said, Dr. Pooley, if I'm going to die in three months, I want to live the best three months I can. Fix my thyroid, fix my sex hormones, fix my adrenals, do whatever you need to do. I don't care. Give me whatever you can. And he did. Three months later, she's having a grand old time for those three months. She's cancer-free. Wow. So there's, so there's really some relevance to we have to get our hormones in balance, not right. just to feel good, but it is, it is how we stay healthy. Right. It's, our, it's our best self. Another doctor was, like I told you before, I... I, I I talk to a lot of doctors all across the country, and we have this camaraderie, and we learn off of each other. All, all of us learn from what they've done, but we also learn from the patients. One doctor in Japan, his name is Dr. Kobayashi, he had a clinic where they were taking care of cancer patients. One arm of the cancer clinic, they got malaria, so they shut that off. And as they shut that off, three weeks later, nobody had malaria and nobody had cancer the malaria actually caused the body, stimulated the body to increase its immune function and it destroyed the cancer. Wow. Okay, so there's a lot of information out there. There's just, I, I, I wanna throw that out for people because I've spent my, my career trying to give as much information as possible to people to let them know, hey, look out for the information. Don't okay. take my word for it, don't take somebody else's word. We only have a short amount of time on the radio to be able to explain to them. Go out there and find your cure, okay? Right. But with, with, with hormones, if you, if you work with a person that's willing to work with you and you do it right, you can feel great. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you again, the enemy of feeling um, good or feeling great is feeling good. Because if you feel good, you don't strive to feel great. And, right. I, always, and yeah. I always tell it's everybody. It's like I feel better yeah. that I could feel great. You could feel great, okay. yeah. And it's just fine-tuning it. Right. So, um, you know, so definitely, you know, women that are, 
at various ages, but mainly that age around menopause, this seems to be a big topic. Um, and to be able to look at getting the blood test, looking at your hormone balances, figuring out what it's going to take to get you back in balance. And, and I know you shared it kind of from a frequency standpoint. Yeah. Can you use that analogy again? Um, well, the, the, the idea is, like, uh, we were talking before, and I said, you know, my youngest patient is 11. My oldest patient is 84. I had one lady that was 77 that was a hunchback and with osteoporosis. And then two years later, after the, the hormones were adjusted, she was four inches taller and wasn't even in osteopenia. Mm-hmm. Okay, we were able to back her out of, uh, but that took a lot of work. Okay, right. and 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 the the whole idea is that the more the person gets involved with it and, and has a dialogue with the doctor, and that's why I put those those YouTube videos on there to be able to give people a backbone, to be able to talk to the doctors and say, hey, yes. I need yeah. I, I, this hormone will do this. Hot flashes are usually regulated by the amount of estrogen they have in my mm-hmm. body. I, like I told you, I said people have hot flashes for three reasons. One is not enough estrogen. Another one is too much progesterone, or a third one is a change in the estrogen level, either up or down too quickly, will cause you to flash. What is a hot flash? Okay, let's say I, I, it's perfect. We got these earphones on. Let's say I put these earphones on you, and I put this, uh, and I have um, your significant other in another room, and we have earphones on him. Now I put this huge weight on on your on your foot, and you start screaming to him, "Come here, take this weight off." But he can't hear you because he's got these on there. How's your next call going to be? Yeah. Louder, harder, Louder. faster. Right. Well, it's the same thing. The brain is sending that message down to the ovary and saying, I need estrogen. Now the volunteers, those lazy eggs we talked about at the beginning mm-hmm. of the segment, are not making enough. So it sends another message and another message and another message. And then this is when you're flashing. And this is when you're flashing. Uh-huh. So if you're standing up, you feel it because of the difference of blood perfusion from the legs to the head. You feel it all on your head. But when you're laying down, the blood pressure in the body is more equalized so you you would create what's called a night sweat and the whole body just turns on fire okay um that being said i want to i want to give men equal time i was working with the fire department the phoenix fire department um probably about almost 10 years ago now and i used to give this example i said you know you get a 19 year old um, firefighter and you get a 49 year old firefighter they're playing basketball outside they jump up they both come down they both sprain their ankle three days later the 19 year old is back on the court Three weeks later, the 49-year-old is still taking care of that wound. Now, what happens is not so much the problem on his ankle, but in his mind. Because the, the, they'll call him you know, six weeks later and say, hey, we need another person to play basketball. And he's worried about getting hurt again. So yeah. he says, no, i got to clean the truck. No, i got to do paperwork. No, I have other things to do. Not because he doesn't want to, but he's scared. Of yes, getting hurt. We do we do have a tendency to get there at, the, at an the, older age. And and that's what happens. And when you get the testosterone back into that person, that person heals faster. Mm-hmm. You get you get feet you get feeling younger, you get feeling better, okay? The whole thing is about quality of life. The, yeah. if you if you look at a fruit fly, the fruit fly goes full bore for twenty eight days and then drops. Okay? We kind of have this thing that we go about to age 55, 60, and then we and start then dropping start along dropping. the bottom, and we start bouncing along the bottom. You know, I had yeah. I called this one patient up because I needed to uh, give them some information, and their answering machine said, I'm on, on my way to the pharmacy, on my way back from the pharmacy, on my way to the doctor, or on my way back from the doctor, on the way to the hospital, on the way oh, back yeah. to the hospital. I go, please leave a message. I go, that's ridiculous. That's not the way you want to live. No, I don't want to live that no, way. No, you, so you, you've shared 
such good information. And first of all, we have to have you back because I know I know there's so much more that you want to share. And I want really I want people to feel good from the inside because it is going to reflect the beauty that they feel on the outside. A hundred percent. But we have to get in balance. We have to find out what's maybe not making us feel good. Part of it is our lifestyle. Part of it is the food we're eating. But all of that can be adjusted and corrected and kind of dialed in in a sense so that we go from good to great. Remember how I said to you about the person that was starving? Yeah. That person's under a certain condition, okay? We're on a certain, under a certain condition right now, okay? And if you change the condition to improve it, you're going to feel better. Right. Okay? So tell us how we can find you on YouTube. Uh, if you just look up Rudy, R-U-D-Y, my last name is Dragoni, which is dragon with an E at the end, D-R-A-G-O-N-E, and just put down hormone lecture. There's a whole bunch of different things on there. And I try to explain it as, as easy as possible. Um, I'm at Clark's Pharmacy, you know, up in Carefree, but um, I, I don't want to do this as, 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 a, as a business thing. I want to do it as for information, for right, people to, right. to get, as, get as much information as possible and, and to feel good. And interestingly enough, Bonnie, people will say to me, you know, all of a sudden I got the right hormones and my weight dropped. And I didn't even have to go on a diet. Yeah. And all of a sudden some lines that I had, to work. the little fine lines above your, uh, above your uh, lip are the ones that people say are due to the lack of sex hormones. Once you replace them, they get filled in. So you look at it and you say, I didn't even know that these things were going to be fixed. Yeah, good. Okay. Well, I'm excited about that, and I definitely want to have you back. And I know that there's Thank more you. to share. But you guys go on to find Rudy Dragoni and on YouTube. And then also, if you have questions, you want more information, I'll certainly be a resource for you to get that more information via Rudy as well. And you can find me on Beauty Inside and Out Show or tweet me, Bonnie Bonadeo one Thank you, Rudy, for being such a great guest Thank here Thank you today. for having me. I look forward to talking with you further and having you back on. Excellent. All right. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.